Hello everyone, it's Jerry at the Fledge and welcome to another episode of Every Damn Day. It is season two, episode 12. So we are getting there, I guess, and 350 some more to go. Um, and just want to talk about a couple things going on at the Fledge here. Uh, tomorrow we have our crypto meetup and our agenda is going to be kind of going over how Fledgecoin and our NFT projects are going and then we're going to get into a little bit of nft creation and web 3.0 software development so i think it's going to be a really cool meeting but it's kind of nerdy i guess but if you're interested in crypto don't know how to get started uh sound not great okay let me double check something thank you don for catching it quick looks like uh shifted up to that mic should be better now if you could give me a thumbs up don i appreciate it um sorry about that uh back on track real quick and then the other thing that's happening tomorrow is 99 problems but a pitch ain't one if you want to pitch reach out to us i will send you the link um and if you want to watch and vote and help decide who gets the 99 dollars uh come on and watch on facebook twitter youtube uh twitch and uh I guess that's it. So let's get to my guest real quick because I am so excited to talk to our very good friend. And I can't say it until I get the camera right. Mr. Justin Kane. How you doing, Justin? I'm good, Jerry. How you doing, man? I'm doing great. I, I, uh, when you, you said that you wanted to be on the show last night through that form and I was so excited. And then I was thinking, you were never on the show last year. No, and no. I don't know how we missed each other because I should have been <laughs> calling you every day. Oh, um, no worries. But uh, I am so happy that you're on the show. I'm uh, happy here to today. be here, man. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, for sure. So uh, I'm going to just jump in and put everything on you. Yeah. Uh, why don't you tell us what your story is, if you will? All right. Uh, well, you know, um, I'll, I'll tell my story. Uh, although I feel like I've told it a billion times um but you know there's always new people that that uh need to hear it or want to hear it so um uh you know i was born without disabilities um as actually most of people with disabilities are actually born without them uh, and they get them um throughout their life so um what happened was um i probably uh it's it's not confirmed but i probably had my uh, brain tumor growing in my cerebellum, which is uh, on your spinal cord, it affects speech coordination, that kind of stuff, balance, um, since I was born, uh, and no one knew about it. Uh, and then uh, eventually it grew slowly, thankfully, um, but it grew to the point where on the first day of fourth grade, on the way to school, I bent down and tied my shoe and I had a massive brain hemorrhage. So what had happened was the, the fluid in your brain goes down your, your spinal cord. And um, that, that tumor had actually covered that up so, so nothing could get out. So when I bent over, there was so much pressure, it actually tore up a part of my brain. Um, I started vomiting, grabbed my head, passed out. And uh, I was rushed to the hospital, had less than a 50% chance of surviving. 
Um, they flew in uh, one of the best neurosurgeons in the world, uh, and he did the seven and a half hour surgery, uh, and uh, I made it. And um, my my survival and my recovery uh, caused me to become a 1994 miracle child um, from Sparrow Hospital. And so that that's kind of the beginning of my story. What what does that mean, a 1994 miracle child? Is that? Yeah, so so the Children's Miracle Network is a, is a fundraising platform um, that that um, a lot of hospitals use throughout throughout yeah. the country. And and what it is is they highlight some really miraculous stories that happen every year. And um, uh, so Sparrow is is a miracle uh, a miracle network hospital. And um, so they chose me as well as um, a good friend of mine, Corby Bear. Uh, uh, we were both uh, miracle children um, that year. And I think there actually may have been one other person, but um, we all had uh, pretty incredible stories of uh, trials and triumphs. And um, and so they wanted to celebrate it to help them raise funds that they needed to, to get more equipment, more more uh, staffing, and all that kind of stuff. So, so. so you, uh, well, I'll let you keep going. Uh, so, you know, you're nine years old when that I happened. Was ten, yeah, ten, I years was old. ten years old, and that's just. I mean, that as a parent thinking about. I mean, I just had this image of what if that happened to my child, right? And how scary that would be oh my God, yeah. i mean just a small injury is so scary yeah um what keep going whatever you want to yeah, talk well, about that. so like yeah i mean yeah just like you're saying man it's um my my parents are such strong people uh i i just i i don't know what i would have done you know my dad was driving me to school and and everything was fine and then suddenly i'm vomiting and grabbing my head and passing out um and and it's just like how would we react you know um and 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 i i pray that i never have to go through that but man it's just he you know it's one of those things that man it's just it blows me away and now as a father myself i have an eight-year-old and four-year-old we're um God, I could I could never go through that with our kids. You know, I would just uh, that would scare me so much. I mean, I've become a pretty emotional person as I've become an, a parent. Um, I actually just went to uh, I had lunch with uh, John Haddon from uh, Alice Place, yeah. and then she gave me a tour through through their facility. And man, it's amazing, but. She was uh, giving me examples and talking about their volunteers and stuff, and it's like, man, those those. There's some people that are much much stronger than I think I could ever be emotionally. Uh, I think put in the situation, you would be a lot stronger than you're giving <laughs> yourself credit for. Ah, and uh, shout out to Don; she's going to be on the show on Friday. At oh, noon. awesome! So yeah, um, and yeah, Ellie's place. So. You brought tears to my eyes earlier. She's going to bring tears to my eyes. <laughs> I know it. Um, so now you're in fourth grade and this happens. 
you have to change schools. You don't go to school. No. But- so, so what happened was, this is a funny story. So, um, um, a woman named Lynn Bartley uh, was my uh, my birthing coach uh, for my for my mom and and uh, Lynn and Tom and my parents uh, were all very good friends. And uh, actually, Lynn and Tom's son Landon is one of my very good friends now. And um, but Lynn uh, was uh, she worked for Hazlitt Schools. Which, which is the school system I was going to at that time. And so when this all happened, um, you know, at first, obviously it was just survival. Um, and, and that was, that was it for the first couple of months was just, you know, trying to get, you know, I couldn't walk, I couldn't talk, I couldn't swallow, I couldn't see, I couldn't, you know, I had to relearn all that stuff. Um, and so that, that took priority, obviously. Um, but then one, once I got beyond that, um, and I was starting to be functioning, um, you know, I, I wasn't like a normal kid, so I was still in the wheelchair and everything, but, um, I could start, um, working on, you know, learning and all that kind of stuff again. Um, uh, she started homeschooling me and I hated it so much because, um, she was so involved. Uh, I, I believe she she ended up retiring as an administrator. Um, and I don't know if she was an administrator then, but she was so involved in the school system and everything that I hated it because she really pushed pushed me uh, <laughs> with all my curriculum and everything. And actually, by the time I finally got back, I got back to school at the very end of fourth grade um you know still like you know i was in a wheelchair and all that kind of stuff but and i remember the end of fourth grade and through probably the first quarter of fifth grade i was bored because she had pushed me beyond i was i was ahead of the class um with all my homeschooling so that was that was pretty funny that that is funny because um, people would think that you were being uh, set back by this yeah. when it really actually excelled you in some ways. Yeah, and then but, but like I said, I didn't. Are you still mad at her? <laughs> no, no, I I I love her. She's she's awesome. What a I mean, that's lucky to have someone so wonderful oh, in your life that would yeah. do that. I'm sure. I've been super fortunate to have some very strong, powerful. And uh, influential people in my life. So. Yeah, let's uh, fast forward for yeah. a little bit, if you don't mind. Yeah, uh, you've got two successful organizations that you're running. Do you think her pushing you helped you? Yeah, I, I've I've wondered that a lot. You know, um, I I definitely have a drive now um, that is pretty. Um, pretty almost ridiculous <laughs> level sometimes. And I, I, I tried to look back and tried to remember prior to my brain tumor hemorrhage and all that stuff, if I had that same kind of drive as, as I do now, or, or if that kind of trauma and needing to go through that 
um, all that really helped drive me uh, and light light uh, more than a flame. It was later yeah. huge fire under me, um, and I I don't really remember um, if that was true or not. You know, I I my my parents have said I always was you know kind of driven and stuff but but um i i just i don't know um but either way i'm i'm happy about it you know uh, i know it it probably drives a lot of people nuts around me uh especially people that are close to me how how um i call it passionate but they call it crazy uh i can be uh and or obsessive um so so um but yeah i'm not quite sure well let, let's talk a little bit yeah. about uh at least your two organizations yeah. and maybe some other things that yeah, you've been doing absolutely uh good fruit video yeah so 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 as a person with a disability um i i had a lot of struggles like many people with disabilities and and um one of those struggles is stigma and what happens is when people see you and you're walking different, talking different, acting different, um, they assume something's wrong. And um, so what happened was, um, you know, I went back to school and I graduated on time. I went to Lance Community College. I had some advanced classes right out the gate. Uh, graduated. Uh, I did stumble because I... I uh, I, I was kind of sheltered when I was growing up because of all the traumas. Um, my parents were kind of sheltering of me. And so when I went from graduating to being in college, um, I kind of went from zero to a hundred like that. Right. And, um, and, and, and because of that, I wasn't ready. And, and actually ended up taking me four and a half years to get my two year degree, even though I started advanced classes so um so because of that um you know i uh i graduated um finally though and and uh i went out and wanted to find work in my degree um and i could not and uh i started thinking well i gotta find something you know i gotta pay the bills and um i was struggling to get anything above an entry-level position um because people just you know they saw me and i was different and they didn't like different um and so and so what ultimately ended up happening was um i i started volunteering a lot with uh sparrow hospital uh, uh, because of my back history and eventually they were like well what are you doing like you're always here and uh how do you make money and i said what's you're supposed to make money what? <laughs> um and so they actually helped helped lead me into my first uh entrepreneurial venture um and uh it was called good time communications and then um that went on went well at first and then um that was 2008 though you know oh, what happened yeah. in 2008 so so suddenly my only client which was sparrow had to tighten their budget and i was struggling again and um long story short i ended up 
joining the Technology Innovation Center in East Lansing. And there I met this guy named Craig Westfall. And Craig had this fledgling company as well called Google, QB uh, Productions. And um, the problem was he had, he had this wealth of ability and, and uh, he, could, he could do amazing work, but he knew no and I knew all these people, but I was super green behind the ears. So we ended up working together and it became exclusive where we're always working together. And so it made sense to merge our company. So we took good from good time communications, keys of fruit, good fruit. And then we threw a video on the end so people wouldn't uh, mistake us for a food vendor, but yeah. they still do. So I never knew that before. <laughs> but you know, I think the first time and I this is a little fuzzy to me. I think the first time you and I ever I ever met was at the tick. And mm -hmm. before um I was involved with Leap in the Tick. Mm -hmm. I, a guy named Mike Shields was doing work. Oh there, yeah. If yeah. you remember Mike. And yeah. I think Bob Baldori was yeah. involved yeah. and all that. Yeah. So uh, you and I met a long time ago oh, yeah. and then uh, I guess became friends more in the last few years. Yeah, yeah, so. definitely, definitely. So, um, so how's the business doing? It's good. So, um, you know that that's the atypical thing, right? Oh, business is great. This yeah. So I don't know if you know this, but uh, the last couple of years have been kind of crazy. Um, you know, we have this whole pandemic. Um, but I watch the news, I yeah, hear about yeah, it, but you know, yeah, it's, it's not that bad. Uh, no. And so, so, you know, we good fruit when it started, it, it, it grew and then it started struggling. Um, because, uh, the problem was, you know, being, being me and, you know, I'm this, I'm this 20 some year old. Uh, and then my business partner, 17 years old, older than me, we wanted the same thing, but how we want, how we thought you're supposed to get there was generationally different. Uh -huh. And the problem with us is we're both very, very, uh, stubborn people. And so, um, and so we, we, we struggled with that for a while. Um, we broke through it uh kept going and uh we're doing all right and then um continued to grow and, and whatnot but then um you know we 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 hit this um we hit the pandemic and it everything kind of just went nuts and um and uh i think the pandemic um i mean it it threw us for a loop uh for sure and and it really took us um a little off course um but we fought through it we uh got through what we thought was the the main part um and then started getting better in the third quarter of last year and then the fourth quarter was actually our best quarter ever in the history of our company so so we really came out of it strong nice now but then we kind of sat back and went, we hired, we're, ah, it's good. And then the first quarter is always bad. Uh, but the first quarter when you're selling a pandemic is really bad. So, so um, we went from like one of our, 
best quarter ever to one of our worst quarters with higher expenses. And um, so it's, you know, it was a struggle and it was kept going like that. And, uh, you know, we had to fight through it and we, we ended up finishing the year relatively strong. We made a lot of investments. Um, so our bank account is not like us right now, but um, Matthew Anderson, yeah. you know, we, we hired him mm-hmm. to become a coach for us and he's been amazing. Uh, he's really helped us turn things around. Uh, we also hired, um, we also hired um, uh, another person onto our team, uh, Matt Lurch, who's, uh, who many people may know as Mojo. Uh, he was on the radio yeah. for 20 some odd years here uh, on 921 and Q106. Uh, and then he had a, a quick stopover at Gillette's for a little bit. And then um, he came to us and it's it's amazing and really focused on growing. And we're, we're, we're trying to really, really put, put the money behind the effort to, mm-hmm. to get where we need to be. And, you know, it's scary. And my wife looks at me side-eyed because she's like, you haven't paid yourself in full in two years and you're throwing all this money at doing this stuff. The, I'm like, welcome to the life of a business owner. Right? I know. So, that's the entrepreneurial dilemma is right, that you're bringing right, your so, family in it with you. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So it was a lot easier when I started out and I was in my 20s and I had no one to worry about than other than myself but uh i i understand my my business partner's dilemma because when we started you know he had two kids uh in in school now they both graduated but uh and you know wife and family and mortgage and all that kind of stuff and now i'm like okay now now i understand so yeah So it wasn't so generational as where you guys were at in your journey, maybe. Right, right. But I mean, I I still think you no, know, we we still we still want the same things, yeah. and we. But one thing is like Matt, Matt really uh, Matthew Anderson's really helped us look at because we say I say I want this, and we need to do. ABC to get there, and and Greg saying I want the same thing, but I think we need to do DEF to do that, and 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 so he's helping us look at that and saying, okay, which way, which way should we actually yeah. take this, you know? And um, I I think that's been super beneficial. Super. Let's uh, let's get into beyond our barriers mm-hmm. now for a minute and we'll, we'll yeah. go back to yeah, uh, good fruit video too yeah uh tell us about that yeah so uh beyond our barriers uh came about because um you know when when i got out of school and then i graduated and struggled and got myself going and i thought i had success for a while uh, <laughs> um i looked around and it I saw that there weren't really any, any anyone like me. Um, and when I say like me, I'm not saying specifically people with disabilities because I know that there are people with disabilities who are successful. Um, I'm I'm saying like when when I'm saying people like me, I'm saying people that were celebrating, 
that they had disabilities that were putting it out there that were like, I'm successful and I have disabilities. You know, there's a lot of people with disabilities that, you know, um, and I was this way when I, when I started out the gate, I didn't want anyone to know my back history when I started out. I didn't want, I didn't want anyone to know that because I, I felt like I wanted to succeed. I almost felt like a shame, right, mm. of of having disabilities. And and as I've grown, um, I I've really started to embrace it, and 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 start to see it as more of an X factor, as um, you know the, uh, you know I I call it being doubted but driven. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people in my company in, in Good Fruit, we have several people with disabilities. You know, there's me. Uh, we have uh, Isabella, who's awesome, and she's on the autism spectrum. Uh, Mojo has uh, MS. Um, we have another guy, Nate, who has multiple disabilities. And, you know, but but the thing about it is, is I'm bringing in all these people that they have this drive, you know, you were talking yeah. about the, um, did, did, um, you know, did Lynn help me get my drive? And, and it was probably part of it, but another part is having that everyone's doubting, right? And, and I, I need to prove them wrong. Um, and so, and so, um, so when, when I started getting out, out here and, and seeing that, you know, and having some success and stuff, I wanted to see other people with disabilities really lifted up, you know, and and not be not being seen as successful in spite of a disability, uh, but successful with a disability, right? So, um, so that's basically um, how how. Uh, Beyond Our Barriers started, and I really focused on trying to build tools to help, um, you know, government agencies like Michigan Rehab Services or Bureau of Services for Blind Persons to really help them better facilitate that connection between employers and individuals with disabilities. Because yeah. I've been on both sides, right? So, yeah. so I knew, I knew, you know. Um, what employers were thinking or were what we wanted. And I knew as a person with a disability what, you know, what I was thinking and what I wanted. And then I was thinking there's got to be a better way to connect that. And so that's how it kind of started. But honestly, um, what happened was I started getting into this and everything I was doing was so new uh that 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 whole government agency they they weren't really ready to adapt Mm. to to these new tools and what ended up happening is we ended up doing a lot of case management ourselves and that's not what we wanted to do and so actually kind of the pandemic was kind of like uh a blessing for that because what it did was it shut everything down now let us reevaluate and i said whoa 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 i don't want to be doing this you know 
we're we getting people jobs. Yeah, we we're doing all that stuff, and that was great. But then we had to turn around and we had to do piles and piles and piles of paperwork just okay. to, you know, it took us twice as long to do the paperwork as it did to get these people jobs. I mean, so so we're like, we don't want to do this anymore. And so I started evaluating, uh, you know, how we we're doing this. And, and I've started developing some programs, which I'm not going to talk about specifically right now because I'm working on them on the back end. But uh, I have... Uh, entrepreneurship program and a, a kind of like a, a employee nurture and development program that I'm working on uh, with with uh, two two businesses in the in uh, in the region that okay. um, is gonna help uh, really uh, help individuals uh, to individuals with disabilities to really meet their potential. And that's ultimately what I want to do uh, with Beyond Affairs. Well, we're excited to hear about that. I want to learn more um, <laughs> when it's appropriate to. Yeah. And uh, how how can we help you? Like, how, how could we, and I don't mean we the Fledge, anybody out right. here listening, the community, What's the what are some good things we could do for good fruit or we could do for Beyond Our Barriers? Well, I mean, so with good fruit the whole idea is we're here to do good and be fruitful in that order that is our core value our core uh, mission uh, and and that has multiple levels to it and that is one that we're going to do good videos we're going to produce videos that uh, our clients love uh, that that either help them meet a goal or resolve a pain and that and that is us doing good and on, on the other end, and this is almost a politically, people are like, wait, why are you talking about this? On the other end, you know, we're, we're not, we're not going to be the cheapest because uh, we're a value. We're, right. we're a value added company. Um, and because we promise a video you love and we're not going to stop till you get it. And so, so that, that means that you need to look at the value of that video for you. Um, and if, and if, if the way that the video is going to be a video you love is because it's cheap, then we're not going to be the people for you. But if it's the reason it's going to be, uh, a video you love is because it helps you meet a goal, resolve a pain and it makes up and, and you feel good about it. Uh, that, that, that's what we need. I'm, I want to reiterate. Yeah. All you entrepreneurs out there, all you artists, all you musicians, quit making it a race to the bottom with right. your price. Exactly. And show your value out there. Exactly. And I'm glad that you said that. Exactly. And um, I'm, I'm trying to put that out there. Like, you know, because I, I don't, I, if, if we get a project and I don't feel good about signing that project, that, you know, or or we get a project and we have to cut so many corners to to meet the budget that that we're not happy with it at the end of the day. I mean, we want to be happy with it too. Yeah. Right. It's our baby. It's, if we're if we're doing it, yeah. Quality's the pride of the master craftsman. Right, right. right. So, so if you're proud of it. Yeah. So so <laughs> the, the second part of do good be fruitful is that our clients understand that we're going to get them a video they love. And so they're willing 
to to spend the money and they're not gonna push us on that um that's that helps us be frugal right, right. and and then the next part to do good be frugal is that allows us to have the money in the bank account to pay our people well to give them benefits to help them live the life that they want inside and outside of our company and that's us being for them and then finally the 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 the, the last one is um to use our skills and our abilities to to help resolve issues within the community by through video uh and and donating our services in order to do that and that's uh, doing good and beautiful so those that that's the whole mantra behind uh do good be fruitful so so i'm saying all that uh to say if if someone wants to to support good fruit it's um to let us know what you know what what kind of goals you have or what kind of pains you have and let, let's see if there's a way that we can help resolve those for you and in, in a in a way that that will you know make you fruitful um, so we're running out of time yeah. here a, a, a quick minute mm-hmm. beyond our barriers how can we help there uh beyond our barriers how you can help there is wait for what's coming okay and All right. and get ready to support uh when it when it gets here because uh and but also if there are entrepreneurs out there or people that want to be entrepreneurs like legitimate entrepreneurs um with disabilities um i i don't i don't want to go over time but uh it's okay please I, this is important over. i uh so when i say legitimate entrepreneurs i'm saying um so I was talking about stigma earlier. Yeah. Right? And there's stigma when it comes to employment, but there's also stigma when it comes to entrepreneurship. All right. So, so uh, there are a lot of entrepreneurs with disabilities out there, but, but what I found is most of them are, are, are pigeonholed into this concept of micro enterprise. Right. Mm. So they're, they're doing something that's kind of like a glorified hobby. It's not paying the bills. It's not built for profit or growth. It's not going to hire people. You know, it's just kind of us. You know, if they're making any money, it's supplementing their SSI or SSDI. And, uh, that and, ulti- and if someone wants to do that and that's what they want, great. But what I'm trying to do is I want to support people because I know that there are people out there, people with disabilities that want to start businesses that are profitable that grow, that have employees, that um, do big yeah. things in the community. And I want to help facilitate that. And so that's one of the programs I'm working on too. Well, um, we are out of time. Yes. I'm going to say a couple more things, but let's agree to do another show okay. in a couple months or so when it. you're ready to talk about the other programs. Because yes, you also just brought up you know, the social security and all of the things, the, the benefits there yeah. that people get, or I don't even know if they're benefits. Right. Um, well, yeah, it depends on how you look at it. Right? Yeah. Um, but the assistance that they get mm-hmm. is sometimes compromised because of an entrepreneurial endeavor or, mm-hmm. you know, some job that right. it, it never quite fills right. what and needs to be done. Right. right. And so the thing about this is 
when I'm doing things to help people with disabilities, my goal is to get them totally off SSI and SSDI. Yeah. They, whatever I'm helping them do is not a supplement. Right. It is a replacement. Well, we're in. Whatever we, whatever you need from us, we're in for sure. And, uh, it sounds to me like you are successful with your disability, not despite it. And thank you so very much for coming in. Hey, Jerry, thank you you so much for having me. Yeah. All right, everyone. That's a wrap for every damn day. We will see you tomorrow and, uh, get out there and, uh, give some support to Justin Kane and Good Fruit Video and Beyond Our Barriers and probably a million other things, but we got another show coming, maybe two this year. See y'all.